GoBirds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. Yet again, Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer coming your way, picking some games as we'll go through all the games on the slate this week. Elliot, I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure I had a dominant week last week. You know, the last pod was obviously the post-game 49ers pod. It was a feel-good pod for sure, right? Ah, We're what a beautiful Exciting, game. exciting win. Uh, finally saw a good football game. The mood for this one's going to be a little different for me. You know, the, the <laughs> last week did not go well from a, a gambling perspective <laughs> with, with my lines. At one point when I was doing the, the tally, I got seven in a wrong row. I mean, seven <laughs> in a row wrong. So it was not pretty, but look, I will give you congratulations. I beat you the first two weeks. You've now beaten me the last two. Unfortunately, I went six and nine last week and you went 11 and four. So you really picked <laughs> oh, up some, no, uh, no. you really picked up some steam on, uh, on this little bet. So <laughs> yes, overall, yes. <laughs> overall right now I have you at 38 and 25 and I'm 34 and 29. So my commanding one game lead has really shrunk, uh, considerably to, to me having a commanding one game lead now <laughs> well you're up four games or yeah four games now so oh so i'm 35 and 20 i'm 30 and 25 what was your ranking 34 and 29 oh so i got a four game lead now yeah wow. are you just just making me repeat it to rub it in or did you oh, oh, oh i heard you wrong the first time let's go let's well, go the the saltiest part about it is so on Sunday, me and you are texting and I'm like, man, I'm doing really well. Like I'm looking and I'm like, wow, I got Jacksonville. I got Chicago. I got, I had Cleveland. And I was like, nope, I'm just looking at the lines I had written down, not my picks. <laughs> no, I remember that. So the, the well, feeling of going from thinking I got like four of the toughest games of the day wrong. I mean, right to wrong was, it was a humbling blow. <laughs> well, the funny thing is too, and I swear to God with this, 
I'm in four fantasy leagues. I actually bet on these games with the Park Sportsbook Casino app, which we will tell you more about. But you know, if you listen to these pods, that we love to use it. It's intuitive. It's smart. It's fun. It's easy to use. I actually bet on games. So I actually have my real money on these games, the outcomes of these games. And I care way, way, way more about beating you in these picks. I don't care if I lose money, if I pick the wrong games to bet on. As long as I beat you, it's all good. Well, James, I mean, look, I, I will say after last week, I hope nobody used their money to bet off of my picks. <laughs> I, had a, I had a very rough week, but here's the thing. I'm confident moving forward, right? I mean, I had two very good weeks to start the season. I've, I've dipped slightly, but it's time for the rebound. I think there's some games this week I really like. Um, I think the Eagles line is a little more manageable, too. I'll say that. So I'm feeling good about this week's picks. I love it. All right, let's dive in. And by the way, we will eventually decide what our bet <laughs> what our bet yes. will be for. Uh, we've kind of pushed it down the road. If anyone wants to get in with a late late entry, we, we have agreed to a bet. So it is happening. It's a question of what we're betting. And we've had some very good, very good suggestions. We're still taking them. We're still figuring out. We'll come up with something. We're going to bet well, something here. the question here. is. One of us will be embarrassed when they lose. That is the point. As my record dips, though, my willingness of what oh, I'm taking. Sure. I, <laughs> yeah. I was in. I've been losing until now. Now that I'm winning, I see where it comes from. I see how, yeah, who it is. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, let's dive in. we got a bunch to get to. Uh, for those who don't know, there are uh, our first bye weeks of the season, or I guess our first of uh, scheduled bye weeks, I should say. Green Bay and Detroit are on bye plus, kind of non-bye, bye type stuff. Um we always pick our Eagles uh, uh, game on our preview pod, so that'll be out tomorrow with our Eagles pick. But there are also two other games as of right now as we're recording this that you cannot bet on because we don't know if they're going to happen. The mm-hmm. Buffalo at Tennessee game, no line on it because, again, the whole Tennessee disaster, we don't know what's going to happen. And then Steph, uh, Stephen Gilmore uh, uh, tested positive this morning, so the Denver-New England game is also not on the board as of right now. So those two games... We will not be picking lines because there are no lines. Let's do this, Elliot. If in a in a in an alternate timeline where uh, there are no issues like this, what would you make the line for Ooh. Buffalo at Tennessee? So Buffalo at Tennessee, right? Yes, in Tennessee. Um, Bills minus two. Yeah, I think uh, like a, a pick 'em Bills minus one somewhere in that range. I agree with yeah. you. I, and I don't I would... think they get the full three because then you're saying they're six points better. Yeah, now, you will have to take into an, an account actually for this line that the Titans haven't practiced and what. Well, yeah, that's that would be not part of this alternate timeline. Right. I would yeah. take Buffalo in this game if it does happen and if there is a line on it. Whatever the line is, I'm taking Buffalo. Um, but obviously well, not. Buffalo might be the 2017 Eagles. They're Just good, man. There. There's yeah, something I was there. wrong Josh about Allen, them. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen's got got a little bit of that, like, Carson Wentz leap in 2017 type of thing, it feels yep. like, too. Um, they're, they're a good team, man. They're well coached. Turns out Sean McDermott's a good coach. All right, Very, quick. very small quarterback tangent, super quick. Yeah, Watching sure. Josh Allen and reminding you of Carson in 2017 really just hammers home that when it comes to quarterbacks, it's just the best ones are the ones that stay healthy. And, you yeah. know, like obviously talent and all that, but just when you and look I at Carson. system it, and coaching and, and putting people in the right spot and having, I mean, yeah. look, I, you know, Josh Allen's busting out. They go get him Stephon Diggs, you know, John Brown. They got like weapons there too. I think all of it matters. For sure. It all matters, but it really just highlights like what Carson was on in 2017. And it's just such a shame to think he tore his ACL. I know. And just, you know, who, who knows what would have happened, you know? So anyway, 
Sorry to get depressing for a Way second. Way to go. Can, Thanks, yeah. Thanks. No problem. We're talking about well, these know, other I'm, games, man. Now, Come on. Now you can feel sad, too, after my debacle of the last week. Well, I do. All right. And uh, right. as far as it goes, Denver at New England, let's say it was a uh, – I guess with Cam not playing, potentially, who knows what that line would be. I guess with no Cam, I'd probably still make it like New England minus – Two minus three, but I don't. I wouldn't I feel good three, about it. Three or four. Yeah, with I Cam, I think it's a you know minus seven and a half, eight type of line. Yeah, so. agreed. All right, let's dive into the games that, as of right now, and obviously it's all fluid and stuff, but we we think are going to happen, and there are lines on, and we can bet on. You can bet on right now with the Parks Sportsbook app. Let's dive in, Elliot. Let's start with our Thursday nighter. Yeah, buddy. Tom Brady. Here it is. Versus Nick. Foles, let's go. The uh, Chicago Bears hosting Tampa Bay. Uh, Chicago is a three and a half point home underdog. Didn't they watch Super Bowl 52, Elliot? Lead us off. So, Which way are you going on this one? All right. So, first of all, the Nick Foles performance, very disappointing last week. Yes. Right. I was all in, ready for the Nick Foles hype train to get going. Just an abysmal performance. I mean, they're just a bad football team on offense. So, on the flip side, the Tampa Bay pick, which everyone kind of jumped off on week one, they look as good as ever. I think I saw one, uh, I think it was DVOA, had them as the best team in the league. Maybe it was Correct. pro football focus. but it's DVOA. Yeah, DVOA. DVOA had them as the best team in the league. So they're red hot. I do think this is like big game Nick Foles territory, but I also think this is Tampa Bay in prime time comes and just lays absolute smackdown. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay uh, with the points. Yeah, it breaks my soul to do this. I, I, I think Tampa Bay is just a better football team than Chicago. Yep. I, I and think they they're score just so better. Many points. They That's score the... points. I don't see Chicago keeping up with them, even with no Chris Godwin out there, even you know banged up. I don't know if Leonard Fournette will be out there. I, I can't take Chicago here. I think Chicago is the ultimate fluke three and O team, or not a real three and O team of all the undefeated teams. I think they take the loss here. It kills my soul. I mean, we should just be betting on Nick over Tom no matter what. Yeah. But I'm with you on this one. I think it's the right call. All right, let's move on to the Sunday games. And this first one um, is I'm, so I look, I feel like I was I've been justified about Arizona. I did not like them as much as you coming yeah. into the season. They're not a good football team. They're they're not anyone to scare to be afraid of. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs, but they're heading in to take on the Jets with Joe freaking Flacco. And they're only a seven-point favorite on the road in New York. I'm torn on this one because I think Arizona is getting too much credit in general from Vegas, from all that type of stuff. But it's Adam Gase. It's Joe Flacco. I'm laying the seven points. I don't feel Mm. great about it, but I'll take Arizona. So, again, the rule is I wouldn't bet on the Jets all year. (laughs) So I'm in a tough spot. And I will say last week I was wrong. I thought that the Jets would end up covering, even though I did pick Denver, thankfully, against my rule saved me on that one. But here's my thing with this game. So I agree Arizona's not as good as we thought. I think ultimately what we overreacted to was coaching still really matters in this league, and they do not have good coaches. Like flat out. You you see them get out coached, right? You saw that against uh, against Carolina. So with this game, I mean, the Jets don't have a good coaching staff, but – Cross-country trip, right? That always factors into my betting, as we know. Uh, and seven points, it's just too many points for, wow. for this team to be getting. It's just wow. too many points. So uh, I'm not, I'm unfortunately not going to be able to break my bet here. So I will take the Jets. <laughs> but, I mean, I will take the Cardinals. But I, I believe in my heart that the uh, this is a close to a seven-point game. Yeah, look, again, I, I 
The thing you said there, I totally agree with the idea. Arizona should not be favored by seven over anyone on the road, but it's the Jets. So yep. I got to go with it. I got to go with it with Joe Flacco, no less. All right. Uh, I feel I feel better than you do about that pick. Uh, all right. So we're two for two so far. Let's see if it changes here. Well, I got to just follow your lead now that you're <laughs> 10 and yeah, 6 hey, last week. Hey, well, I'm in front now uh, at 11, yeah, and, right. 11 and 4, Elliot. I'm in exactly. front now, so if you want to pick every game I do, that's fine with me. I'll just ride this out to the end. I'm cool with well, that. Well, I feel really good about this next one, so we'll see. I do, too. This is actually, and again, I always say this, that I, you know, whether it's uh, you know, the first two weeks, I, I was so-so. I, you know, I was over 500, but not great. Last couple weeks, I've been in, in, a, in a good spot, but... The whole season long, the games that I felt the strongest about, for the most part, I've been pretty good on. I feel mm-hmm. very strongly about this one. Let's see if we agree. Elliot, Carolina heading into taking Atlanta. Atlanta's a two-point home favorite. So this is my favorite bet of the week. I think this is the Falcons easy. I think they're going to score a lot of points at home. I don't think Carolina Carolina can score a lot of points. I don't believe that Carolina, like they might be competitive, but I don't believe we're looking at like an eight and eight team. I do think they're going to fall off and Atlanta scores points like flat out. So two points for me, they're basically telling you that they think Carolina is better than Atlanta because they're not getting the home three. And I disagree with that. I think Atlanta is better than Carolina. So I feel strongly about it. I'm taking Atlanta minus two. Oh, buddy. Here we go. I, I feel like you were being strongly quiet. too. Yeah. I feel strongly too. I feel strongly that Carolina is flat out a better football team than Atlanta. Mm. I don't know if it's very close. I think Dan Quinn is fired on Monday. And if he's not, it's hard to believe. I think they're 0-5. I think they're one of the worst teams in football this year. And I think Carolina, and this is funny because I went 11-4 and last week while picking against Carolina and in the moment saying this is a mistake. I should be taking Carolina, but I can't do it here. I'm not making the same mistake again. Carolina is a better football team, and they're getting points. I love Carolina this week, and it might wow. be my favorite this be bet the, on the board. This will be the one we'll be texting about. This is, will be a good one. I'm really excited. This is excited. 1 o'clock, right? So this yeah, is during one Eagles. This is during Eagles. 1 o'clock or so. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. This should be fun. All right, uh, let's move on. This is a tough one for me. I'm not going to lie to you because I've kind of been riding the Baltimore covering big spread so far this season. This mm-hmm. is one where I took them last week. I said they were going to win their first game of the year. They did. They did, yep. Uh, Cincinnati's frisky. They're going into Baltimore. They're a 13.5-point underdog. Baltimore is definitely winning this game, but that is way too many points against my boy Joey B. Give me the Bengals. I've won two weeks in a row taking the Bengals. I feel good about sticking with them. Go Bengals. So I actually agree with you on this. Now, I do think Baltimore, like I said last week, Baltimore is a team that's going to beat up on bad teams and struggle against good ones. I don't know if the Bengals are a bad team. Like, they're, they're not a playoff team, but I don't think they're a bad team. They We saw in Philadelphia, they certainly fight hard. Uh, I think they're competent. And when you have a, dare I say, top 15 quarterback, top 12. Oh, I mean, when, when buddy, when I you, like when, it. When you have a quarterback of that magnitude, like, you're not going to lose many games by two touchdowns. So... Uh, I agree. Uh, I think Baltimore does win the game. But if you told me this was like a seven point, three point type game and everyone's talking about the Bengals turning it around, I'd agree with you. 13 and a half, the largest spread of the weekend. I don't think that's I guess I understand why it's that big, but I think it's too big. So I'm going to take the Bengals as well. Totally, totally with you. It's just too big. I, I agree. I think I think Cincinnati is not horrible. Like they're not good, but they're like, a you know, and obviously they have a tie. So it, you know, screws me up. But I think they're like a. A six and ten, seven and nine type of football. Well, how team. many? 
How many teams with a good quarterback are terrible? It's a great point. Not that many. I mean, not Atlanta, Atlanta, when we just talked about, but yeah, not many. True. I agree. I agree. I think so, that's a good point. I like Cincinnati this weekend. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. Watch them win by 40. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one's a, maybe the strangest line, and maybe it's just the you fire your coach, you get a bump type of line or something mm-hmm. like losing Bill O'Brien makes things better, which it could. Certainly the story's coming out of there today. The classic, oh, now that he's gone, let's crap all over him. And I am yes. here for every second of it, Elliot. But somehow, some way, the 0-4 Houston Texans hosting Jacksonville, who we know, not a good team, but you know has at least been competitive in their games this season. Somehow, Houston is a six-point home favorite in this one. Elliot, are they crazy? Mm. This is a tough one because this does have classic, like, Everyone's talking about what a terrible coach Bill O'Brien is afterwards. The players talk about, you know, how they were. Oh, now that he's finally gone, we felt like we could be ourselves out there, and they win by 40. Totally. And I also think that while Houston is 0-4, they have had a very tough schedule. Like, they have played. Probably the toughest, yeah. And they've played and lost to good teams. Um, My only hesitation is I do not think Romeo Cornell is a good head coach. So that would be my concern. But I'm going to say – Houston and I will take the minus six. I just I'm done betting on Jacksonville. Jacksonville is not very good. And I think Houston just played tough competition. So in Houston, minus six, I think they win by more than a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, so I think that everything you said is right. I think the reasoning is there. I think they're absolutely better than a four oh and four team. I think losing Bill O'Brien will help. I think it'll give them some juice on Sunday. They want to go out and play hard for Romeo. I can't lay six points with Houston. I can't do mm. it. I can't do it. They are 0-4, and, and they are a, a train wreck right now. They fired their coach. Too much turmoil there. Romeo Cronell is like as ultimate interim guy as you could possibly get. I know. That's my concern. Yeah. That is, I'm, yeah. I'm going to – I think Houston wins. I think they, they turn into a 1-4 and four team. I just think it's a close game. Jacksonville's played – close games you know they, they've not been blown out yet which is shocking but Jacksonville has played tough and you know they beat Indy week one who looks like a pretty damn good team they took Houston to the end lost by three like I think they lose but I think they keep it close I think there's a close football game I will take the points where I can get them but again I do think like if if we look up and it's 24 to three it, late in the third quarter on Sunday I won't be shocked at all and I'll be like yeah Elliot was right I should have gone that way but yeah I, I just mean, I, can't bring myself to do it I do see your logic, and this is one where you just take the points. I can see that logic, but something's telling me Texans. I, well, again, telling. I think you're probably right. All right now, this keep next... in mind, I'm ice cold, so you can <laughs> feel true. confident. It's true. Well, except on your Parks Parks pick, right? I mean, you've been pretty damn yeah, we'll, good there. We'll talk so... about that in a second. Oh, I know. Don't worry, because I'm coming yeah. to you for one. So be ready. Right. Make sure you have a Parks Parks pick for me, because we're going to talk about something in a sec where I'm going to need it. But first, one more game before we get to that. Another kind of strange line. Uh, more so a strange team. Look, the Rams look like a great team. I was really in on them. I felt good after they beat the Eagles first couple weeks of the season. They beat Dallas. Then they go to Buffalo, and they lose, but they fought back, play a tough game. And then they just barely squeaked by the Giants last week, left yeah. me questioning, who is this team, what are they? Only a seven-and-a-half-point road favorite in Washington against Kyle Allen. Now, in for Dwayne Haskins, uh, I'll start us off. Even though I, I don't know what to make of the Rams and they barely squeaked by the Giants, I think they took them lightly. 
I think after a poor performance against the Giants, even though they win, I think they bring it in Washington. I think Kyle Allen stinks. Yeah. I'm going to lay this out. I, I don't feel amazing about this one. This is not one I'm going to put my own money on, but I'm going to take the Rams and lay the seven and a half. I do think it's interesting that they made Dwayne Haskins the third string quarterback. Yeah. Like that, well, that's the, pretty. Well, well, the question is if Alex Smith is healthy, healthy enough to be the backup, why don't you just roll with Alex Smith? I mean, we yeah. all, I know Kyle uh, Allen knows their system and was in Carolina last year with Ron Rivera, but Kyle Allen's bad. <laughs> I think yes. we all know that. Like, get, take it, take a shot with Alex Smith, right? I I agree. Um, I also say, I mean, Sean McVay going back to Washington. I don't know if he's been back there. Has he been back there since he was uh, the coach there? So it might be. I don't know. That's a good question. A little bit of that going on. Um, seven and a half. Actually, it doesn't feel like that much to me, honestly. I, I don't think Washington is, is very good. I think when you bench your quarterback, that's obviously a sign of things are going so hot. And, uh, yeah, the Rams, I think your, your point about that is going, like, they were close against the Giants, but I think that's maybe a bit of a wake-up call for them. So I will also take the Rams in this one. Ooh, all right, I love it. I feel very good about that. All right, before we get to the second half of the slate of the games, we just mentioned it, and, and we've mentioned this whole podcast, and, and again – we always mention it because it is awesome, and you need to download the Parks Sportsbook Casino app. Uh, you can download it uh, in, in the App Store, anywhere you find your apps, and, and go in, download the app. You can get every single line we're talking about. We love our home team, the home field advantage when it comes to sports betting with our app of choice, and that's our team at Parks Casino and Sportsbook. And they're right here in the Delaware Valley, right here in Bucks County, and that means that your action, your money are safe and secure on their easy-to-use Parks Casino Sports Betting app, the only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania. The Parks Casino Sportsbook app bet with the best. Elliot Shore Parks has been quite hot yes. with his Parks picks. It just astoundingly hot. Elliot, for the people who now will go download this app and use it, you got a pick for us? Yeah, so I, I want some advice from you before I give you my pick. Ooh, so I like this. Here's what happened. I was I was eight and two, I believe, in my last ten Parks picks. I was rolling hot, right? Then I take the heat in game one, got that one, big fat L on that one. Mm-hmm. And then I have a rough re- a rough week of picks in this competition. I'm gun shy right now. Oh, no. I'm, af- I'm afraid to tweet out a Parks pick. Oh, I-, no. I feel like I've let the people down. I feel like I did bad on my picks. So I'm looking at game five here, Heat Lakers, right? Miami, Los Angeles. I feel like Miami gave their last big push mm-hmm. in that game four. Right? I, feel I agree. Like- I watched it. I, I thought I honestly I thought they outplayed the Lakers for or, for or Los Angeles for long stretches, but I'm going to say Los Angeles minus seven for Game Five. I think this is just they shut it out. I think the Heat have given the, the Heat have given their best shot. So I am gun shy. I, this is a big confidence booster for me. This would go a long way in me getting back <laughs> feeling good about myself. But I'm going Los Angeles minus seven for Game Five. Guess what? I love what? it. All right, there I, we go. So I think I'm, it's I'm a great pick. Already. I think I think my like you said I think you see this so many times in sports in these types of seven game series where a team will give everything they have with that last push and then when the other team is just better and is just able to be better in that moment and and hold that push back it usually leads to a a, a clincher game where the other team just kind of rolls all over them. I love this pick. I wouldn't be shocked at all if look Miami's gonna fight because because of who they are and because Jimmy Butler's their mm-hmm. best player and and that's how they're built. But I ultimately think that that as this game pulls away towards the end and the Lakers are, you know, ru- you know, a, a quarter away from a championship, 
I really think they pull away. I really like that bet. I support it. You can make that bet right now. So download this, the Park Sportsbook app. It is, again, you can get this bet right now. I would place it immediately, and you can sign up now, and we have a deal for you. Here's the deal. Sign up now and get a risk-free bet of up to five. Hundred dollars. You can mm. download the app or go to mm, is right. Download the <laughs> app and go to parkscasino.com slash PA. That's P A R X Casino.com slash PA and use our promo code GoBirds. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to five hundred dollars. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. Of course, you must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem, call one eight hundred gambler. All right, Elliot, back to football. Let's see if you can turn it around there as well. I think you just turned it around with the Parks Parks pick. Appreciate so it. I'm hoping you do less good here. All right, let's uh, let's go. Uh, a few more games to get to. Uh, one that you know, as of now, no issues. Uh, but you know, with the whole Patriots thing and the the Gilmore thing, and you know, who knows? But uh, Kansas City is home still. They are hosting Las Vegas. Las Vegas, who's been pretty tough, played pretty solid. You know, wasn't great last week, but has has competed. 13-point dog in KC. Elliot, you're up first on this one. So this line surprised me. Like, when I was me looking too. at him and I me saw Me too. I, I was expecting, thir- like, 9 or 10 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and I saw the 13.5 for Baltimore. I was like, okay, well, that's going to be easily the biggest line of the weekend. Las Vegas is not a bad team. Like, I mean, I can see Kansas City getting 13 points. Like, and they very well could win the game by 13. But I was very surprised that it was, it was this large. Now, that being said... I'm not going to bet against Kansas City, like flat out. I'm not going to be sitting here hoping that the Las Vegas, <laughs> Las Vegas, Las Vegas keeps it close, right? So I will take the 13 points, but I, I, my, I was just very surprised at how large that line was. Yeah, me too. And generally, when I see that type of stuff, where I expect a line to be somewhere and it's like four points past, I will usually take the team that is getting those points because it, it's usually like, oh, that feels like value to yes, me. Where they the line want sh- you to bet the, they the want exactly, you to bet Las Vegas Elliot. Here. That's exactly right. That's a perfect way to put it. And and yet I'm with you. I can't do it. I can't go against yeah. KC. I just see myself sitting there in the third quarter and KC's up twenty, and I'm like, what was I thinking? Why did I do that? And I could make an argument. It's a division game. Las Las Vegas has played well. I can't do it in KC. They've been great there. Um, they do have some fans in those games, a small advantage or whatever. But look, I, even against New England the other night, they they stunk. Casey did not play well, and they still won the game by 16. And I know it was against Brian Hoyer, but I just think Casey's too good right now, and and I I'm not gonna bet him against him. It might might be a mistake. Maybe Las Vegas keeps it close. Maybe they get a garbage time touchdown at the end to to cover. But I, I'm not betting against them. All right, this is one that that is very interesting to me, as we yes, just saw the San Francisco great. team lose. Of course, to our Eagles out in San Francisco, a similar type of line. Uh, now it is Miami heading in to pay, uh, to face San Francisco. Miami has been pretty frisky. You know how I feel about them. They are an eight and a half point underdog. And Elliot, I'm back to rolling with my Dolphins, All right, baby. Here we go. I don't feel great about this one. This is not one I would put my own money on. It's one of those weird lines where it just feels like it should be seven. Like I feel like the, to, to our point with the last one, I feel like I'm getting a couple. A uh, free point, point and a half here. Miami is, for the most part, you know, they, they've been beaten soundly once, but for the most part, they've been in every game they've played, uh, you know, not moving to Tua yet. I think Fitzpatrick, like him or hate him, gives them a chance to compete each week out there. And again, San Francisco's beat up, and, and it's probably going to be C.J. Beathard, or if not, a very limited Jimmy Garoppolo back in the lineup. And I know Beathard looked good in the end against the Eagles, but he's still C.J. Beathard. Uh, I think San Francisco wins, but eight and a half is uh, too many points for me. 
Gonna take Miami. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how this line changes once Garoppolo's status becomes more more like, clear. concrete. Yeah. Yeah, because eight and a half. I mean, look, I that might that San Francisco I saw on Sunday night, and not taking it away from the Eagles, but. They did not look good. Nick Mullins looked terrible. I don't think C.J. Beathard, like, over a full game is going to play like he did for those final two drives. And what really stuck out to me about San Francisco was, and credit to the Eagles, but their weapons on offense aren't as great as you would think. I mean, George Kittle's obviously dominant. Brandon Ayuk had that one great play. But if you don't have a good quarterback there, I mean, that's you're in major trouble. So I'm actually going to roll with you this week and take the Dolphins Ooh. with eight and a half. Just because... I don't even feel honestly. I don't even feel great about picking a winner in this game. I yeah. guess I would pick San Francisco, but so if I'm fifty-fifty on it and I get eight and a half points one way, I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, I think the, that should be a a rule always. If you're not sure who's gonna win and you're getting a bunch of points on one yes. side, that's definitely the, the way to roll with it. And look, like I, you know, I've been rolling with Miami a lot this year because I think they're well coached. I think Brian Flores is a good coach who's gonna have them up and ready. So I, I think that's an interesting game to watch to get a better feel for who San Francisco is. Um, all right, this is, um, I, for me at least, I don't know about you, for me, this was the toughest game on the slate to pick. I really went back and forth on it. I've struggled with it. Um, mm-hmm. Indianapolis at Cleveland. Cleveland is a two-point home dog. Both these teams have played well. Both these teams are 3-1. and one. Both these teams have kind of exceeded expectations through the first quarter of the season. Elliot, which way are you going on this one? So... What impressed me about Cleveland, obviously, was how much they ran the ball against Dallas. That's not exactly breaking news. They were completely dominant on the ground. I think Indianapolis's defense. I mean, they're. I think they're number one in the league right now. They are. Like, you I, are correct. So I'll take the defense in this one. Um, I think the the Indianapolis wins the game outright. Now I've been down on Cleveland all year. It looks like I'm going to be wrong about that. But if I think Indianapolis is going to win outright, two points is not really swaying me either way. I'm basically just picking a winner right now. Um, so I'm going to take Indianapolis, uh, and I guess I'll, they'll have to cover by two, but I think they're going to win the game outright. Yeah, that's where I ended up with. I, again, I went back and forth because I do think Cleveland is pretty solid, but no Nick Chubb. I know they, they survived against Dallas, but I think we might learn, and certainly we've seen it so far, but by the end of the year that Dallas is one of the worst rush defenses in football. Yes. They've certainly yes. played that way so far. So while I was impressed with what Cleveland did, I, I think that I'm not going to take it too far with how impressed I am. I, I think the opponent matters, though. I think there, I think Kevin Savansky's made a difference there. It seems like he kind of knows what he's doing. He's kind of stabilized things a little bit. I just ultimately, when it comes down to it, you mention it. I think that the Indianapolis defense is the best thing in this game, and mm-hmm. I think the Indianapolis offensive line might be the second best thing in this game. So ultimately, I'm going to roll with the Colts in a situation where I just think they're a better football team. I think they're better coached. I think all around, they're more ready to move to four and one than Cleveland is. So I'm with you. I will lay the two points. I feel pretty good about it. But that's a that that's a good game, and I could. I could see it going either way it's one of the in best theory. Games of the weekend. Yeah, so without question. It's a, it's a rough weekend. Yeah. It's a rough weekend for games, but I agree mm-hmm. with you. It is absolutely one of the best on the board. Uh, we still have uh, you know a couple decent ones left. This next one is not that though. <laughs> As we, no. New, York, New York Giants heading into take on Dallas. Dallas is a 10-point home favorite. I'm up first on this one. I am of two minds on this. I really struggle with this because I think Dallas stinks. I really do, at least right now. And again, I still think they're the most talented team in the division, no question. And ultimately, if I have to pick who's going to win the division at 7-9 and nine or whatever it is, I'll take Dallas still. I still think they're the best team. But they are bad, man. Right now, they are not well coached. Their defense is a real issue. And 
I, you know how I feel about the Giants. I think Joe Judge is, you know, a disaster. I think they're a disaster. But they did just go in L.A. last week and really play the Rams tough. They were, what, a 13-14 point underdog and only lost by 8 or 9 points or whatever it was. So I'm really torn on this. I think Dallas wins the football game. But division matchup, uh, a Giants team that is bad but plays hard at least. I can't believe I'm doing this. I mm. I, I'm like getting uh, almost sick to my stomach thinking about the fact that I'm about to bet on Joe Judge, but I'm betting on Joe Judge. 10 points is just too many points. Dallas wins, but 10 points is crazy. They are not good enough to be 10 points over anybody. I'll take the Giants and I'll hold my nose. All right. So this is why I feel very confident that Dallas will cover. The Giants are painful to watch on offense. Like I know they kept it close against the Rams, but they still didn't score a lot of points in that game. Every time I watch the Giants, they are struggling to get in the end zone. They shoot themselves in the foot. They don't score a lot of points. I think even against a bad Dallas defense, they're going to struggle to do that. They have no weapons whatsoever. We all know that uh, Daniel Jones is a turnover machine. So I I see the logic of Dallas is playing really poorly right now to bet 10 points on anybody when you're playing that poorly is risky. In fact, their defense isn't great. But... Dallas does score a lot of points. Like, and I know some of those come in, in garbage time, but they can get into the 30s like fairly easily. The Giants might not get into the 30s like more than twice all year. So I am going to pick Dallas minus 10. I think this is like a bounce back, get right game for them. And I just think the Giants are worse, like flat out. I think that the by far and away, you talked about it in Indianapolis and Cleveland, but the best unit in this game is the Dallas offense, flat out. And I think they're going to score points. So I will take the minus 10. Yeah. You're probably right. I'm probably going to regret this pick, but <laughs> well, I hope you I know. just I just think 10 points. Yeah, I bet. I think 10 points is just too much for Dallas and they have to show me and they have to prove it to me. So, um I, I feel like I've already lost this one, but I'm going to I'm going to go down with the ship. All right. Two games left. Sunday night or Monday night are both interesting in their own way. Certainly, you know, not the best games, but I think, you know, interesting games get a feel for a couple of these teams and where they're at. Sunday nighter, Minnesota finally wins a football game, and now they have to go to Seattle, and they are a seven-point underdog in Seattle. Elliot, you're up first on this one. This is going to be a hard one for Eagles fans to watch. This is going to be tough because (laughs) on Minnesota, you got Justin Jefferson. Seattle, you got DK Metcalf. And look, I think that when, when you talk about, like, one receiver killing it with one team, you can't always say he would just come to Philadelphia and do that, right? I mean, there's different offenses. The Eagles are not operating a high level on offense right now. That being said, Justin Jefferson and DK Metcalf would both be killing it with the Eagles. Yep. Those guys are so talented. Yep. It's so funny to think of prior to the draft. Like, And I was a little bit on this train as well with the, can Justin Jefferson play on the outside? Like, yes, Justin Jefferson's a phenomenal receiver. DK Metcalf is unreal. Like, Russell Wilson throws a great deep ball. But I, I had someone tweet me today, like, Justin Jefferson's a possession receiver. Like he's third in the league in yards per catch. So I think he's a little more than a possession receiver. Um, as for this game, I would just recommend Eagles fans stay away and don't and don't watch it because it's just going to be tough to see. I'm going to take Seattle with the points. So I think Seattle's one of the best teams in the league. Minnesota is not, obviously. Um, this is prime time. I think Seattle shows up, and I'd take Seattle minus seven. Yeah, I feel actually really good about taking Seattle. I know Minnesota won a game. I still think they're a bad football team. I've not been impressed by them from what I've seen from them. Definitely agree that Justin Jefferson's that dude, and I knew he would be, and I'm super yep. bummed. I'm super bummed. I'm super, so good. I, I'm not kidding you. Like The Metcalf thing bothers me. Um, I, it definitely does, but – I didn't think DK. I was I, there was. I understood the physical freak he was, but I 
thought DK Metcalf was a project. I never expect him to be this good this quick. I was okay with them passing on him in that spot. You know, anyone who listens knows, all I wanted them to do was take Justin Jefferson this year. Like that He's was so my, good. That was my guy. Like so, yeah. so that one hurts me even more. Like the DK Metcalf one sucks too, especially because I think Rager is going to be better than Arthega Whiteside. So from that perspective, like it's it's such a drop off from Metcalf to Arthega Whiteside. But for me personally, like I knew Justin Jefferson was the pick. I thought they were going to take him when they got on the clock and he was there and they didn't. So that one hurts the most for me. Um, it- and look, I get Rager's hurt just really quick, and I'm not trying to like make this a hate on Rager segment. Rager's not going to be as good yeah. as Justin Jefferson. He's just not. He's, He's just, just not. not. He's not. Yeah. Like he was brought to be a deep threat, and maybe he ends up being that. He is not going to do what Justin Jefferson yeah. is doing. And I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, but... It hurts. It really hurts. Yeah, I, I, I get sick to my stomach. He's the one player in the NFL right now who, when I think about him, I get sick to my stomach because he should be an Eagle Green, and it sucks. Um, I'm with you, though. I'm taking Seattle. I just think they're an all-around better team. I think Russ, in prime time, is going to shred this struggling Minnesota defense. I feel really good about that one. All right, last one. Monday Night Football. Uh, Two teams that it's hard to really get a feel for who they are. Uh, The Chargers, you know, Justin Herbert looks pretty good, um, but they seem to, to continue to do Chargers things and screw up games at the end and all that. And And New Orleans, you know, Got by Detroit. They're two and two. They haven't been very inspiring so far. Michael Thomas, I don't know if he'll be back or not, but these are two teams that it's hard to get a read on. And yet, New Orleans, an eight point home favorite in this one. Elliot, I went back and forth on this. If they had fans in the stands in New Orleans for this one, I would feel really good about taking New Orleans. The Chargers are frisky, though, and they yep. play tight games. So while I think New Orleans is going to win the game, I think. I think LA keeps it close. I don't think they pull away. Just like last week with Detroit, I, New Orleans just doesn't feel like a team that's going to pull away from teams right now. I'm going to take the eight points and not feel great about it. So where I agree with you, obviously they, they are frisky, but I, I would compare the Chargers a little bit to Cincinnati. I think they're better than Cincinnati. But when you have a good quarterback that's playing at a high level, you're going to be competitive, just flat out. And I think Justin Herbert is good. Now, we'll see if, if he can do it from the long stretch. I have less... Uh, I guess less faith that he'll be good over a long stretch as I a long stretch as I do Joe Burrow, but I do think he's playing at a high level right now. I think your point about the fans is a good one. New Orleans is the toughest place in the league to play when there's fans there, but there's not. And I think the Chargers all year are going to be just like in games, and I think Herbert could potentially put them over the top. I don't think they're going to win the game, but I I'm also going to take them with the points. Eight points is a lot of points. Yeah. I'm with you, especially for a Saints team that hasn't shown it to us yet. And and we don't know. Look, if I knew Michael Thomas was going to be out there and it's 100% healthy and all that, maybe maybe that would sway me because it, it clearly is a different offense without that guy out there. But even still, I, I just think the Chargers deserve to be a uh, less than a touchdown dog in this game, and, and they're more than touchdown. So I feel pretty good about it. Um, all right. It's exciting. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I can't wait for, uh, you know, as excited as I am now, you're going to go 11 and four this week. I'm going to go six and nine. Oh, and then it's all back up. to where it was. Right. I mean, come on. So, all right. We have a little bit of Eagles news, just Ooh. minor enough to discuss at the end of this pot. Are you ready? Uh, that's what I'm talking. My favorite kind right. of news. The, the Eagles have claimed tackle Brett Toth off of waivers. You remember him? Ah, of course. He was the army guy, yes. right? Yes. Where did so, he go? Arizona or something? Right? Arizona. Yep. And they, they claimed him. So sure. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. I mean, I thought he was going to be kind of good when they when they signed him. I mean, he got cut, so obviously he can't be that great, or at least doing that great. I think it's a sign JP is probably out a little bit longer. Well, than Well, along weeks. those lines, and we'll dive into this more tomorrow on our preview pod, but cool. 
I want Jordan Mailata to play. That's where I'm at. I don't yeah, want Jason well, Peters I, to be the tackle anymore. I agree with you. So we'll, we'll definitely discuss that tomorrow. Yeah, we got a lot to get into. Our that. Y- want to talk about the youth. Like, that's something we're definitely going to talk about tomorrow. We've talked about the young wide receivers and stuff, but I do think that's interesting. And obviously, we'll die. It's a big game. Look, uh, again, we did, we'll pick it tomorrow, but the Eagles are a seven-point dog in Pittsburgh. Fans will be allowed in there first time this season. First time Eagles will play in front of fans this season. It's mm-hmm. a big game. Like, it's a big game. It's the type of yeah. game where, again, they're only a seven-point dog. We saw them as a bigger dog go to San Francisco and, and win. And again, I'm not saying where I'm picking yet, but, like, they could go win in Pittsburgh. I'm not, not saying I expect them to, but they could. And if they do, like, all of a sudden, I think if they can go into Pittsburgh and beat this Pittsburgh team, the entire fan base is looking at the season in a different way. Oh, for sure. Now, look, we'll get into the preview pod. I just... I'll, I'll hold my thoughts on the game. Hold for... the thoughts, because because I okay. got a lot of thoughts, too. So that'll come out tomorrow. Check it out. Of course, rate and review the podcast. As soon as we get to 2,000 five-star reviews, we're going to take the SATs, post it, make fools of ourselves, and we will have a bet for us by next week, which I've said every single week so far. But I think next week's going to be the week, Elliot. I believe it. <laughs> I will. We'll see how I do. We'll see how my picks there, there it is. I like it. All right. Again, uh, download the Park Sportsbook Casino app. You can bet on every single game we talked about here. Until tomorrow, he's Elliot. I'm James. We'll see you guys later.